So why did I, what's the true meaning of this? Well, it's for people. And so as I write and as I put these blog posts out and as I put this social media content out and it's about loving yourself, it's about knowing yourself. It's Welcome back to Four Entrepreneurs by Entrepreneurs. I'm Eric Verdi. Today, this week with us, episode 10, is Kayla Denae Slusher. Good friend of mine. I had her on for the advice giver. She's a blogger. She's a content creator. Uh, she's a mom of a vibrant young child. Uh, keeps her busy on her toes. Um, but number one, she's just an awesome person with a great story, great personality. Um, I think she would is going to add immense benefit to you, the listener, if you think or if you're thinking about starting a blog or just content creation in general. Uh, so, Caleb, before we get into the meat of the interview, give us our backstory uh, of who you are. Um, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I was born. I'm a single. I'm single. I'm an only child, um, born in Alabama, and grew up military. So I moved around a bunch and just always like loved meeting new people, connecting people, and so just always like had a passion for that and was a part of like student government and a bunch of clubs. So fast forward to now being a mom and adult, I wanted to continue that passion. And so now I have my blog of just really being there for, being there for people. Cool. So you started the blog how long ago? I started the blog three years ago. Um, when I had my daughter, um, I was really, like I really just wanted to stay at home with her for the first year of her life. I was like determined to do that. And I didn't know how I was going to do it. I knew that a blog had been in my mind and I had done it before. Um, but I didn't know like all the notes and bolts that went into it until I met this lady who told me that she actually did it for a full-time job. And I was like, there we go. And that was my ticket. And then I just kind of hit the ground running and like two, three months in, I was getting invited to New York Fashion Week. My daughter's worked with Carter's, Gerber, Sam's Club. We've done a whole bunch of things. So how long into, so how, how do you get your start? Like, how did these people find you? Um, so pretty much, the, so the lady that I met, she told me about a Facebook group that she was a part of called I'm So Blogging This. I joined the group and there's a ton of information in there and I just did even more research after that. Um, YouTube, Google, Pinterest, took a bunch of notes and from there I set up my why of like what I want my message to be and what I want to um, do for people because like I said I've always had this passion for connecting people and just people in general. And so I decided I wanted to encourage the world to live life to its fullest through loving ourselves and living our passion. Um, so I had my why, and then I just named my blog Kayla Denae Blogs, and um, which I don't, yeah, I think that was my very first name because I have had a couple blogs, but um, I just named it that and then made my website on WordPress and um, then from there started building a social media um, platform and creating content, which again was still always something that was fun for me. I like creating. So it just, now I was able to take it like a step further. And then I reached out to brands, but all of that stuff, I, I really just found in Facebook groups, there's a ton of information out there. I think it just takes looking, being dedicated to spending time to learning, taking notes, and then being dedicated to yourself and actually following through on 
sending emails and reaching out to people. So that's pretty impressive. Within a few months, you're getting calls and I guess messages, calls from national brands uh, to help them brand themselves. And like, what, what, what's the relationship there? So um, first I'll say there's a ton of different ways to make money blogging. And I believe every person should have a blog, especially if you want to have a, if you have a business, because it's so great for SEO and connecting with your customers. Cause you can write those blog posts of like how to use your product. But um, so one way to make money from your blog um, is through the brand partnership. So um, a brand will, they would contact me and I would create a post. So when we worked with um, Sam's Club, it was specifically with Huggies. And we talked about um, the di using those diapers. And then we talked about getting a membership at Sam's Club. So my job was to make a fun um, post that speaks to the brand and it speaks to my audience. So it's engaging to make people want to read it, make people want to follow those brands. So it's just another like marketing tool for a brand. So if I, if I had my own lip gloss, for example, and I wanted to sell that, I would reach out to influencers because one that gives me content because they've created a photo for me to use. And then two, I'm now connecting my lip gloss to all of their followers and all of their fans. So how did you, like, how did you find this like superpower? So to have like national brands like Sam's Club to, to, to come to you and, and help market, help promote, help brand a product is impressive. Like how did you stumble about being a blogger? Like how did you find this superpower? So I think just from like having that passion of just knowing that I love people and I have a genuine love for others um, and a genuine love for myself and really just being dedicated to getting to know who I am. Um, it all stems from that, right? So from there, I was like, what can I do? And when I started my blog, like I said, I started getting a bunch of brand deals and I realized that it wasn't really aligned with me because I was getting so many packages at my door. I wasn't able to maintain that workload because when you work with the brand, they require you to post at a certain time and a certain amount of times and on across the different platforms. So I had to take a step back and really like refresh myself. So why did I, what's the true meaning of this? Well, it's for people. And so as I write and as I put these blog posts out and as I put this social media content out and it's about loving yourself, it's about knowing yourself, it's all of these things that are helping others. I noticed it helped me too. So I think just from doing it, like a lot of ideas may pop in your mind of what kind of blog you want to start, but if you just start it and then as you do it, you'll kind of figure out where you are, but um, still having this underlying message of what you want to gain and what you want your audience to gain, because I gained um, being able to release all of these things. Like I always say, I turn my mess into my message. So when I'm being vulnerable and I'm being authentic, like I'm allowed, I'm like releasing this trauma that I've gone through and I'm meeting somebody else who's gone through the same thing and then I'm making friends and they're being able to relate to me and I'm also showing the world that we are literally all the same and no one's alone. I love it. Me mess to message. That's awesome. So I will tell you I do a daily email called Morning Musings. Now I don't post it anywhere. It's not a blog but it goes out on my to my email list mm -hmm. and you know uh, it's between uh, 300 and 600, 700 words. And just like you said, I think it's, it's kind of therapeutic yeah. to, to actually write and talk about what you're going through, what your struggles have, what, 
accomplishments. You know, being being a parent is tough. And I'm sure you have blog posts uh, incorporating your daughter, right? Yeah, for sure. Because right, when so I like, I want to dive deep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you wanted to start a blog, and you have a document to share with us. Yes, I do. If you wanted to start a blog, like you know, give our listeners, our viewers, like okay. First, the first week you need to do this. Second week you need to do this. And by week three, you can start posting your blog and this is where you're going to post and how you're going to post and how often you're going to post and how, how, uh, you know, how many words the post are. Mm -hmm. Are you there? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Did I pause? Did I break up? No, you're there. I just don't have okay. a screen share yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, try I'm trying to give Thor and Peter Marine the screen share up. Yep, there you are. Beautiful. All right, so rock and roll. So start day one, like what are you going to accomplish to write a blog? Um, so the first step is to figure out your topic, um, more so than like being super honed in on like who you want to target. Um, because I think it's just really about starting because a lot of times you may know exactly what you want to talk about, who you want to target. You may know all of those things. And I think that's great. But if you don't, I think sometimes it just takes starting it and like taste testing, like test it out, see who's appealed to you, see um, who you're appealed to, and then like kind of like practice makes perfect type of thing. But what is the topic? Like what are your interests? What are your hobbies? What are your talents? Most importantly, what are your passions? Like what do you, what do you feel aligned with? Because I feel like if it's aligned with you, you're going to figure out um, like your target audience because it's you. It's like literally your purpose here on earth, like what you're meant to be talking about. So really just look back on your life. Um, what have you always been like appealed to when you were a kid? Um, and then figure out what you want to name it. Like this is actually starting the process of the blog. You can name it just your name. You can name it something creative. Um, I had a blog called Worthy Waves before. Um, I like to Google. I like to look up synonyms. Um, but don't overthink it. Don't stress it out. Um, just make it fun. Make it you. I don't put any pressure on it because I feel like when you put pressure on creating, then there's like, you're almost like forcing it. Allow it to flow to you. Um, and then after you have your name, you can then go purchase your domain name. I like to use Namecheap. Um, and then you can figure out, um, I have Y in here too, which I think Y is if you're looking at the document, I feel like why is tied into what? Because if you do like lose yourself in the midst of blogging, you can tap back into what you're starting or why you started it. So that way you know what kind of blog posts you want to do. You want to make sure that you're working with the brands that are actually aligned with your blog. Um, but after you get all of that stuff and you have your domain name, you can figure out what website host you want to go with. I personally love using WordPress and SiteGround. I self-host with SiteGround. Um, so that means I own it all and then use WordPress to actually design it. Um, I'm going to stop this share and then continue talking a bit more about that. So, um, like I said, WordPress is like number one recommends, but there's also, um, like Shopify, if you're have a shop or, um, Squarespace and a ton of other platforms, I just recommend like researching them and figuring out what's best for you. Um, because you can always change it down the road. So if you say like, you know what, I love WordPress too, but right now it's just a lot for me. Um, cause there is a lot to it. So I'm just going to start with Squarespace. Okay, cool. Well, once you get the hang of Squarespace and like taking time and using it, 
then you can switch to WordPress eventually. Um, but then after you have like your website up and all of that good stuff, you can then create like your social media handles and you can create your email. Like I have hello at kaylaDeneblogs.co. Um, one thing I will say is to make sure when you are starting, when you're figuring out your name, when you're figuring out your name, first look on Namecheap and look on social media to make sure that name isn't already taken because it would suck to like have your domain name and then realize that on Instagram, Facebook and everywhere it's already taken. So um, make sure to do that. Awesome. So I have a question, two questions, maybe three. First question is how long are your blog posts? So um, my blog posts, I try to make them at least 1500 words and um, I try to make sure that there's links in there and images and that I format it in a way where it's readable, where there's headings. Um, thankfully with WordPress, there's a plugin called Yoast, which helps me make sure that it's SEO um, friendly. So search engine optimization to help me get found on Google. Um, but you don't have to go by SEO. I think that if anything, just making sure that it's readable, that it's like there's bullet points and people can get the answer that they're looking for quickly. And we had talked about this in the pre-interview, like when you're, when you're reading something, and this is why like James Patterson, like can crank out so many books, like his chapters are two and three pages. They're not yes. 30 and 40, 50 pages. Same thing when you're writing a blog post or writing content, you don't want to have your paragraphs 10 to 12 lines you know you want to try to keep them short because the human mind like they see they see this big uh big paragraph and it just intimidates them like it needs to be quick and to the point readership right for sure and what i will say though with that is i'm like a huge like like firm believer in sticking true to like what works for you and like making sure it's aligned um but I don't think like if you are writing poetry or if you're writing something that isn't like an informative post, I think it's okay not to have like the bullet points um, because it's like you're doing it more in an art form and less of like an informative post, but altogether making sure as well that it's aesthetically pleasing too. And it's very on brand because that's what's going to keep people on your site. The blog post is helping people like get information and then as they read and as they like go scroll through your site that's what's going to keep them to you and help get you business if, if you're trying to sell something or you have a freebie or whatever the case may be so ideas for blog posts i know in your um your your outline there it say come up with a topic so do you come up with a topic first or do you have a life experience or a moment first and then figure out how to write around that moment? Like, how does it work for you? Cause I know for me, I do it. I can do it either way. Like I'll come up with a topic and try to figure out a story, story arc, storyline to get to that point. Yeah. Or like an event will happen in my life. And I'm like, ah, that's a great point I should write about. Like, which, which do you do? I do both. Okay. Um, like, and I'm the type of person, like when I'm like super gung ho, like blogging, especially when I first started, I was like turning everything into content. Like I went to my friend's daughter's third birthday party and I took pictures of it. And I even offered like freebies cause she had like a frozen birthday party and she didn't blog. And I was like, do you care if I write about this? And I took a bunch of pictures and I taught moms how to have a third birthday party without having a third, a three-year-old. Right. So um, I think that um, if, 
I'm going to give anyone advice, it would be to have a project management system where you can go in and always write topics. Um, and so like, say you're just going throughout your day and something happens to you, you can type it in the notes of your phone or do a voice memo. And then later on when it's time for your, you know, office hours, put all of that into your project management system because it's going to help you create a content calendar and going to help you bulk create. So that way, you know, you can blog on the fly if you want, put a social media post up on the fly. But if you're um, really trying to, you know, gain an audience, gain money, then I highly recommend like being frequent with it and being consistent. So at least once a week, but again, that really just depends on the platform. I know YouTube, they say three, three times a week can be helpful, but again, just figuring out what works best for you, sticking to the same time. But if you bolt create everything, it's going to save your life. Like this podcast episode, for example, isn't going to go live right when we're recording it. Like we're doing it now and then it's going to go out later. So that's like so helpful for you and helpful for the audience because they know that they're always going to be expecting something and that they're pleased. And it's like a win-win for everybody. That's a tremendous point that I think is overlooked by a lot of people that start trying to create content when they put out two, three episodes or, or pieces of content. And then you don't hear from them for a month or two months. Like that is not good. Um, so yes, I think you should always have a stable of content, a stable of topics, stable of people interviews, whatever you have. And then, and then yes, fill those in with like daily activities or something that happened when you can always go and, and write quickly. Uh, maybe it's not a pillar post. Maybe it's not a pillar piece of, uh, a content. Maybe it's not a, a pillar blog post, but you can, you know, go to Instagram and do a quick Instagram story on this or a Facebook post yeah. on this, right? Yeah. Cause um, what I will say is I have done that before in the past. If you're a person who loves to start things because you constantly have ideas going through your mind and you're just like, I have to do this right now, I promise you I get it because that's me too. Um, but there's one thing where I'm always consistent. Like I know people will think that like, they're like, oh, I'm loving your blog. But they haven't, what they haven't realized is I haven't made a blog post in a while. But what they have seen is me showing up on Facebook constantly and my Instagram story constantly. If you go to my Instagram story, there's at least like 10 posts on there. I'm always on there. And I am a firm believer as well in taking a break. So if you do need to take a break, I think just letting your audience know like, oh, I'm going to go away for the weekend and do this, but then coming back um, and always posting on your story. Um, and then also keeping an idea book. So I write all my ideas down. Uh, to make sure, you know, it frees my mind. So that way I'm not feeling like I need to do every single idea all the time. But when I am like looking at my calendar, or my schedule, I'm like, wow, I've got a pretty good hold on things. Like I've got blog posts scheduled, emails, like I'm at a place where I could, you know, start something new. I can go to that idea book and see which one best fits me, you know, financially, time-wise and all of that stuff. I love it. I love it. So you've been doing this for at least like three, three and a half years, if you were to start over, like what would, like what, what would that look like? Um, honestly, what we just talked about bulk okay. creating, okay. Um, I did that in the beginning. And then, so I would say two things that, and then two, um, just really paying attention to the brands I'm working with and not just that accepting all of them because it is really exciting. It's exciting to have watches, purses, makeup, skincare, cars like I've got I've worked with Toyota and I've gotten so many things and just instead of like focusing on the item that I'm getting just focusing on 
am I going to be able to do this in a timely manner? And does this actually align with my brand? Okay. Um, because I want to make sure that I'm producing the best content for my audience and for my client. So are you teaching this to anyone, Kayla? Yes, I have a course um, and I have an eight week coaching program. It's not currently open for enrollment, but um, I have the course and then I have um, free information on my blog, of course. Okay. And so leading perfectly into it, how would listeners, viewers find you, research you, find more about you? Um, you can go to Kayla Denae Blogs. That's K-A-Y-L-A-D-E-N-E-B-L-O-G-S.co on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, my website, KaylaDenaeBlogs.co. Reach out to me. My links are everywhere as well. Like if you go to my Instagram, it's in my bio, of course. Um, and yeah, I'd love to help you out if you have any questions. Awesome. Any final thoughts? Anything we missed? Uh, in today's interview that you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, I just can't stress enough to know your passion, know yourself, and make sure everything is aligned with you. Yeah, I, that's a great point. Like when, when the times get tough or you don't want to put out that content, like if it's not at the core of who you are, what you believe in, you're just going to quit, right? Yep, exactly. Awesome. Listeners, viewers, hope you enjoyed Kayla Danae Slusher. Uh, episode 10 of Four Entrepreneurs by Entrepreneurs. Make sure you check her out. Hit her up if you need help starting a blog. She would be happy to uh, help walk you through some steps or maybe you've got a blog post you want her to read and say, hey, is this good? Am I going in the right direction? I know Kayla uh, would love to help you. So episode 10, Four Entrepreneurs by Entrepreneurs, and we are out. Oh.